Brick and Mortar Reporter, episode 60. It's the episode where we talk about targeted sampling. So stay tuned and hear what works. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now, here's your host, Christy Hostler. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and again, today, I am your host. I'm always your host. I don't think there's ever been a Brick and Mortar Podcast where I haven't been the host, so it goes without saying, but I'm so glad you joined me today. Today, I'm going to uh, continue to give you updates on my business, Cryopop, and how it's doing in Key West, and what I'm trying, and what's working, and what's not. Um couple of things I wanted to talk about, and I talked about in yesterday's episode, uh, the things I was going to try to do as far as sampling and branding. And luckily enough, I was able to uh, work some of this stuff out last night, and I was able to go down to Mallory Square and put some things in action. Uh, habits are hard to break, and so uh, I'll talk a little bit about my uh struggles with uh, breaking habits and that sort of thing as well. But um, today, one of the things I have on my agenda today, it always seems like there's never enough time in the day. I don't, I don't know how you feel, and I'm sure I'm no different than anyone else. We all have a certain amount of time, but uh, it seems like the days get away from me. And when we have good weather and it's the day before trash day, I need certain amount of yard work done <laughs> to get taken off by the trash people and uh, I need to do some stuff outside. I need to run to the grocery store. I need to do some house cleaning and some laundry and then I need to do all the things with my business and then at 3.30 in the afternoon I need to leave and head down to Mallory Square. So the day gets away before I even know it and I'm sure yours does as well. So I've got to, uh, I'm sure in future episodes we'll be discussing some time management uh, and trying to figure out getting into a routine and having uh, a set time. Because I know it's not about uh, not having enough time. It's just about, about the allocation of my time. So um, we'll, we'll get that all figured out and uh, come back and talk about that as well. But today, um, physically, there's a couple of changes I am making to my food cart. And they are that I have got some lights, like uh, lights that are on a string that are in the shape of ice cubes that are going to be um, put on my cart. I'm trying to put things on my cart that I don't have to set up and take down every day as much as possible. So um, I've got to go out and install these lights in such a way that they'll travel well and they'll make it through uh, any kind of weather outside as well. So those are going to get installed. I've also got to work out and figure out how to use and the impact that the misters that I got. I got misters for each side of my booth, the counter uh, sitting on each side of the counter of my booth. And so I'm going to set those misters out and uh, let the misters draw some attention. Um, it, it was interesting. Um, so those are the two physical changes that I was going to make and uh, the things that I'm going to do to uh, continue to add to uh, attracting people to my my booth. So those are changes that I'm making today. And then also, I wanted to give an update on last night. Um, I had said yesterday in yesterday's episode that I was giving away way too many samples for the conversions that I'm getting. And, you know, I did 
some research and I've, I've read several articles about sampling and companies that are using it effectively. Um, sampling is something that you can use in your business. I mean, I have a physical product and my sampling is kind of very unique in the fact that um, I am giving you a sample in order to get you to make an immediate buying decision. And many times businesses are not able to, uh, it, it's not that type of a product where they expect you to make an immediate buying decision. It's not like they're giving you the sample and within two minutes they expect you to buy. And mine is. And so um, my uh, samples also have a limited shelf life because it's frozen. And, uh, you know, I had a lady the other night that at the end of the night, she she's like, how well will this keep or will this travel? And I'm like, it <laughs> whoa you need to get it and eat it now it's like ice cream you can't you know stick if you stick ice cream in a cup and put it uh in your purse you're going to come out with some uh yucky yucky stuff and so it's the same thing so my shelf life of my samples are very short and uh, once it melts uh that's not a sample i want to even give to anybody and so uh, i've got some challenges there um, but your, whatever your business is or the business that you're doing, I mean, samples can take the form of a physical product. It could t also take the form of, um, you know, potentially maybe giving away, um, you know, you do something to give away. I mean, if you're a massage therapist or something like that, I mean, you could give away or have a drawing to give away a sample of your service, or you could give, um, you know, I'm thinking like portions, like you could, you know, give away hand massages uh, for a day at your place. And, you know, so you're not giving away the whole body massage, but you're letting people see what good it does. And so, I mean, it just depends on what your industry is. Sampling can be very, very effective. Now, it also has a cost affected uh, that, that goes along with it. And so you have to be careful to keep that in mind and not... Um, get out of control. The other thing that you have to do is you really have to track and understand how much return on your investment you're getting from sampling. So uh, those are a couple of things that uh, that a lot of the articles that I was reading and the, the advice I was getting on samples said. So last night I was down at Mallory Square and I decided that my targeted sampling was going to start with um, the people that were not just walking by, but that were actually walking by, reading. That I have a sign at the top of my booth that says what I what it is and what I have, and so when those people stop, and you can hear them, they're talking to each other, and someone will say, "Cryopop, cryogenically frozen caramel corn." You know, they're they're reading it out loud, and. At that point in time, when I would see them stopping, I would see them looking, or I would see them talking about it, that's when I would step in and say, hey, let me get you a sample of it. Let me let me make some for you. And um, that worked well for allowing me not to just give out random samples that are never going to be a return on my investment. And so, um, I mean, if I have to talk people into taking samples, they're not going to be the buyers. I mean, let's face it. If I can if you don't want a free sample or I force a free sample on you, you're not going to suddenly turn around and um, want to buy some. So that's one thing. And uh, you'll have to excuse. I have a a dog that's decided to uh, decided to get on the 
lid of the hot tub cover and do his stretching and grunting and growling and I guess this morning maybe his morning yoga or something I don't know what it is but uh, you might hear that in the background but the thing about the samples is that I needed to target the people that were already curious about what I had. Now the other thing that I thought was very interesting is that when I start making the samples and when I start making the actual product because of the nature of it and the, the vapor and the smoke that it puts off it automatically draws a crowd so then I have the ability to address a lot of other people so it kind of works double duty because that's normally the time whenever people I see them standing in line with their money out and I know they're going to be buyers not just samplers so last night it worked well to target those people and I targeted them in such a way that they could try it and many people went ahead and bought so I mean it wasn't a earth-shattering day my sales are nowhere near where I ultimately need them to be but um, I am having good conversations and I even had one guy came over after his um, he bought some and he went back and forth by the booth several times and he came back over and talked to me a little bit later and he said you know hey is this a franchise or is this just something you do and I'm like no it's just something I do you know we have big dreams and maybe you know maybe someday and uh, he was giving me some tips he's like hey uh, you know you need some lights here and you need this that and the other anything you can do to attract attention and I'm like you're absolutely right so um, I was able to talk to him a little bit and I love having customers get involved um, with the feedback and giving me ideas and that sort of thing because that that means they're kind of taking an interest in my business and I love that um, also last night I found myself giving people some samples and, and you know starting a conversation of course the conversation starters always where are you visiting from and they told me where they were visiting from and um, they you know they start asking me questions you know do you come, do come up with this is this what you do down here is this all you do for work and blah 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 and so I also um, was able to tell them about that I also you know, do a podcast and that sort of thing so I've decided that I probably need to keep some business cards down there um, so that I can expose people to podcasting but also you know I I don't know anything about the people that are walking right in front of me and many of them are CEOs and you know doctors lawyers uh, you know they have their own business they are many of them would be marketing experts um, and I just don't know it and I'm talking to them because they're tourists because that's how they present themselves to me and so uh, I could probably turn that context of meeting people from all over the world into a solid connection if I gave them some way to contact connect with me after uh, that initial meeting and some way to follow up with me so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do that I think I'm gonna take some business cards down um, for the podcast as well as for um, you know uh, cryopop so I can pass those out as well you never know whenever if there's some people that are down visiting because they have relatives that live in town and they um, come down here regularly and frequently and so those are people that again I can connect to through the community so I uh, realized that last night when I was talking to people and I love love talking to people love meeting people love uh, the mutual exchange of kind of the curiosity of you know people are curious about how I got there how I you know started what I'm doing and I'm curious as to where you know the rest of their life is whenever they're not on vacation being a tourist so um, it's a really 
it's a very natural and organic exchange, and so I love that. But um, anyway, the um, sampling and that sort of thing that I did last night, I found myself, again, like I told you before, I'm, I've got to worry about branding and getting people familiar with the name Cryopop. And so I found myself last night when people would say, what is it? Uh, what what are you making? What What is that? And I would tell them, I would say, it's Cryopop. It's uh, caramel corn that I freeze with liquid nitrogen. Uh, it's funny, though, you know, because when I tell people that, I get so many people that say, well, what's the purpose of freezing it? Or why in the world would you freeze it? And, you know, I don't have a really good answer for that. But I've started saying, because it's Key West. Because... <laughs> Because that's what you expect. I mean, you expect crazy from Key West. For those of you that don't know, um, one of the uh, one of the logos or the slogans, I should say, that it's not the logo, but it's the slogans that Key West has is Key West, where the weird go pro. And so uh, other people call it Key Weird. Um, there's just all kinds of uh, fun. I mean, the good thing about Key West is it doesn't take itself too seriously, and you can tell that when you're here, um, and people have a great sense of humor about it. Um, the Key West is also known as the Conch Republic, and whenever the Cuban Missile Crisis came along, they seceded from the Union and formed the Conch Republic for, I guess, 24 hours or something like that. So the motto of the Conch Republic is, we seceded where others failed. <laughs> so, I mean, you can tell that there's a, <clears throat> a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor with, uh, you know, what goes on in Key West. So I guess the, the best reaction to, or the best response I can give to what, uh, why, what's the purpose, uh, and that sort of thing is to let them know that it's, it's just Key West. And you can do crazy things in Key West. And so still getting good reactions. I'm getting the wows. I'm getting, oh, that's cool. Or, oh my gosh, that is crazy. You know, and getting those kind of reactions to my products. Um, getting people asking about, you know, is this a franchise or whatever. So obviously it's within the realm of possibility. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to let you know a couple of things that I am going to be working on. And I'm trying to figure out exactly how to get my name and my business out in the local community. And I... I'm struggling with that a little bit because I had, like I said yesterday, I haven't really um, launched my Facebook page full-blown. I haven't invited people to like it. I haven't done any kind of sponsored ads with that to expose people to cryopop. I also haven't really started telling people um, about it in town. Um, it's funny because it's not a product that I can just say, oh, if you ever need... Uh, something for a party or something interesting, here's what I do. So I, I think the best thing that I can do is probably find more and more places to demonstrate and to demo the product and to show people what it is. Um, I think it would be a really, I mean, it would probably be a really awesome thing even when I think about, um, you know, at school festivals and fairs. They're not fairs, but they have, like I know um, my partner's uh, school on Sunday had a fall festival. And uh, they it was Children's Day all across the Keys, and so there was stuff going on on every key. And, uh, you know, something like that, to, at their, I mean, kids are fascinated with that. But it's also science, you know. And so I joke sometimes 
with the customers down at Mallory Square. They'll be like, oh, liquid nitrogen. We used to have fun with that in lab and all that. You know, we joke about how our IQ points go up just because we are using liquid nitrogen. And, you know, we just kind of make it, uh, you know, a very scientific type of, of joke and that sort of thing. But I'm thinking there's a lot that can be done with that. I'm also thinking that the more people see the product and understand the product, um, the, the more they'll get it. And so I've got to figure out ways to kind of introduce myself to the community and ways to do that. And so I've got to get, I, I've got to decide if I want to do, I could do like a full-blown launch party. I really could. I mean, uh, again, that's cons kind of a money thing. Um, and it would also be, you know, if I'm doing something like that, I would need want to do it at a time where it's not taking me away from Mallory Square. So I'm tossing around a lot of ideas in my head, and I'm also going to begin doing some research and figuring out what other people do to launch. I really feel like, I mean, to me, a launch needs to be very, very intentional and very specific and very well thought out. And I've done things before um, where I haven't really made a big deal out of launch uh, or even done a formal launch. And I think I pay the price for that because it's um, definitely a missed opportunity as far as I'm concerned. So I know that any brick-and-mortar business, um, I would say not, not necessarily any brick-and-mortar business, but there's a lot of brick-and-mortar businesses that use their grand opening as a launch party or, you know, grand opening party and, you know, press is invited and that sort of thing. So I've got to figure out who I need to connect with locally in order to get the word out about my business. And um, I also, one of the things that I'm going to do um, this weekend is I'm going to make a video of me actually making Cryopop and showing people what it is. And then I'm going to post that on my YouTube channel and I'm going to put it on my website. And also even I can put it on um and include it in a podcast and that sort of thing so people can see it. So there's several things like that I'm going to do, but I'm really, um, you know, trying to put pull these things together and figure out what I can do to make a big launch event where I can get local community members to come out and support. Um, I also feel like that's the point in time I need T-shirts and other giveaways to um, possibly go ahead and, uh, start giving those kind of things away. Again, all of it takes money, and I know you have to spend money in order to make money. Um, so right now it's just a uh, figuring out what I can do as much as possible on the cheap and figuring out where to invest my dollars. And so that's that's what I'm working on. So anyway, if you've got any ideas and you think, you've seen things maybe that worked in other areas, um, I know I need to do press releases. I know I need to do demonstrations. I know I need, to, I just essentially need to be ever present. Uh, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest cost in me being everywhere and doing uh, demos and that sort of thing is that, you know, I'm dealing with liquid nitrogen, which is $5.40 a liter. Um, and so not a gallon. It would be expensive at $5.40 a gallon, but it is a liter. So it's more expensive than milk. It's more expensive than gasoline. And uh, I don't want to uh, waste a lot of that. So it's kind of a precious commodity. So anyway, that's where I am. I'll be glad to take any of your ideas or suggestions, things that you've done before, maybe things that you've seen work, maybe things that you've heard about that um, I just wouldn't have thought about. I would love for you to tell me about it. You can hit me up on Facebook, 
Um, my Cryopop Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Cryopop Key West. Uh, same thing for Twitter, at Cryopop Key West is the handle. And Cryopop, C-R-Y-O-P-O-P dot com is the uh, website for Cryopop. So those are three places you can find me. Um, you can also email me at Christy at cryopop.com. Um, you can also get in touch with me through the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast, of course. Um, and you can get in touch with me by you can even leave comments on the show notes. You can uh, hit me up on the Facebook page and that sort of thing. So I, you can be, I can be found all over. And if you found this podcast, um, you've also got a channel and a way to get in touch with me. So um, it's easy to do. And let me know what you would do if you were in my shoes. Because some of you might be at some point in time. Now, I will also wanted to say this because... You know, we're getting we're coming up on it won't be long before we're at the holidays and we're at the end of the year and then people start looking at their life and they think about resolutions for the new year. And so I really encourage you to start now getting ahead of what you want your 2015 to look like. It's like anything else. You can either take action on it and make what you want happen, happen. Or you can sit back and do nothing and let it happen to you. And I don't know about you, but I find, and it's not a control thing, but I find that when I take action and I plan to get the life I want, I have a much higher chance of getting it than just sitting back and going with the flow and letting it happen to me. Because rarely will anyone just fall into something that they absolutely love and a life that they're absolutely in love with. And so um, I would encourage you to start now figuring out what it's going to take for you to make 2015 the year that you change your life. You know, I don't know what you want to change about your life. It could be your job. It could be your um, lifestyle. It could be your uh location. You might want to move to a different place. Maybe you want um, time freedom that you don't have right now. Maybe you just want to be in charge. Maybe you're tired of feeling used and abused by your company and you just want to be in charge of your own destiny. And you know what they say, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the second best time to plant a tree is today. So taking action is absolutely critical. And every day that you delay is a day that you don't accomplish what you want and you're not working to accomplish what you want. So let me encourage you to begin thinking about that. And we'll even talk about that some more in the podcast. And we'll talk about, um, you know, as we get closer to that time of year, figuring out what it's going to take to get you the life you want. And uh, that's what that's what we're all trying to do, you know. I will not lie and say that making the changes I have made in 2013 and 14. Um, to take control of my life have not been scary. They are very scary. Um, I told you yesterday, I'm just excited that these World Superboat races are coming down to Key West uh, November 2nd through the 9th, and there are three days during that where there are boat, boat races all day, and I can be set up all day long down there as a vendor of all the things that I can't sell at Mallory Square because I don't hand make them. 
And I'm excited about that because <laughs> that means that I can make some money right before my mortgage payment is due. So I'm down to uh, definitely worrying about every last dollar and every last dime that I spend um, to make sure I don't have a, a long runway. And so I'm trying to get everything I can in line so that I can set myself up for success. So it's not that it's not scary. It's not that it's easy. It's not that I know exactly what I'm doing. I mean, look at me. I've iterated myself how many times, even just with this crazy little food cart business. So understand you're probably not going to stumble on the next thing and hit it out of the park the first try. I don't think that's going to happen. But you've got to be willing to never give up and to keep going back and to keep learning and keep growing. And if you do that, success will come. And I believe that success will come for me as well. So let me encourage you with that today. I'll leave you with that thought. And I'll come back tomorrow. Um, I've got another episode. Um, I'm going to update you on a couple other things with my business tomorrow and let you know how tonight went. As if, as if you already... Or waiting with bated breath to know how I do every day. But um, after that, I've got a couple of interview segments with um, a really neat business idea um, for co-working space. And this is a, a lady that is really doing it right. And so you're going to love hearing how she's doing. I, I thought so much about co-working space whenever I was looking for a commissary kitchen. Um, but to meet the requirements of the Department of Agriculture, I needed that commissary kitchen. And down in Key West, there's not, or even in the Keys anywhere, there's not a lot of, you know, a lot of big cities will have these commercial kitchens where you just lease space. And on the days you use it, you might go in and have, you know, three hours and it's $100 or $150 or whatever it is. And you just have that time and you go in and you make all your stuff, but you can use that, you know, commercial kitchen as your commissary kitchen. There's nothing like that down here. Maybe that's a business idea for the future. Maybe that's something I'll be able to eventually set up. That's also a way that if I wanted to set up a kitchen where um, on my own, where I'm not using it as a commissary, I'm, it's my commissary kitchen and I own it or I'm responsible for it, that I could also help get that rent covered or that payment covered for that kitchen by leasing out the space and the time. So it's something I'm interested in from that shared space in the kitchen perspective, but she's doing it really well with the office co-working space. And it's going to be a fascinating interview um, for you to hear because you might also get some ideas. And the thing about it is businesses look different everywhere, but so many principles are the same. And the things that make one business successful and the principles that they're doing for marketing and, and, uh, product development and all those things can be the same things that apply to me and to you regardless of what our business is. So also let me encourage you to support your local businesses. It makes a huge difference in their lives when you choose to support a local business. So keep doing that anytime you have the opportunity and come back tomorrow for another update about Cryopop. And then after that, for the rest of the week, we've got a couple of interviews for you. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for sharing this journey with me, this crazy roller coaster ride I'm on. I appreciate you having, a long, having you along uh, for support and to uh, hear my struggles and to give me some great ideas. So thanks so much. You guys have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. 
So, whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.